You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. What's up, y'all? Here we go. Episode 13 of Heart and Soul Podcast coming at you not live. <laughs> Lucky number 13. Lucky. We were just, we actually just screamed together because we were like, Taylor Swift's favorite number. It's our favorite number. Oh my gosh. It's going to be the best episode ever. I hope she listens. <laughs> oh my gosh. If she ever listened to this podcast, I think I would drop dead. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Wishful thinking. That's goals. That's mm-hmm. the goals. Mm-hmm. 100, first 100 reviews. <laughs> And right. ratings, then Taylor Swift listening to an episode, yes. preferably episode 13. And us somehow seeing her reaction to it. Yeah. And her being like, oh my gosh, I could so see myself being friends with them. <laughs> Just like I've been saying my whole life about her. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Back hmm. to reality. Yes. We accidentally forgot to get into our review of the week last week. Ugh, we're the worst. And we felt so bad. We forgot like everything last we week. We forgot everything, all the we things. We just recorded. I think it was because it was our first one without a guest in a little while. Maybe? Yeah, and we were just talking about ourselves, so. True. We needed more time. We got wrapped <laughs> up in it. We needed more time to talk about ourselves. That was a really fun one, though. It I was I feel fun. like we covered... The most random array of things, but everybody that listened, are you okay? Well, every time I sit from this coffee, are you okay? <laughs> every time I sit from this coffee cup, listen to the sound, y'all. Hopefully it, it works. Oh, yeah. I hear that. <laughs> it's like a squeak. It's like... <laughs> Speaking of coffee cups, I took a little note from Emily Popson, and I took my ceramic mug to Drift today. And oh, you did? It. Mm-hmm. did? Was it cheaper? coffee. I, th- I don't really know because I had your latte on there too, so I couldn't really tell the difference, but probably yes. I would just like to say I did not listen to Emily and I am drinking from... Well, because I picked that up for you. Yeah. I didn't have a mug to bring for you. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, but world. Anyway, tip from Emily Popson, bring your own glass or ceramic thermos slash B-Y-O-G-T. Yeah. Save bring some your dollars. own glass thermos. Save the environment. Save yourselves. Anyway... What were we saying? Oh, yeah. Um, last week's episode, <laughs> so many people texted us or messaged us or emailed or whatever saying how much they were laughing at it, so that was good. To yeah, know. I didn't think we were funny. Also, <laughs> I have to – correction, little corrections corner here. Um, I meant to say Sufficient. sufficiently, okay. and my brain was completely blocked – and I said efficiently. I mean, it got me so good. I you was know? like, I was like, it's not efficiently. I know. I, but you were convinced it was. So then I started convincing myself maybe I, I know. am. Wrong. I know. It was just one of those things, you know, when you have those brain farts and you actually like just can't. Yeah. Well, the first remember. time you said it, I was like, oh, she just messed up. But then you said it twice. Yeah. And I was like, oh shoot, <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> she has no idea. She is an idiot. <laughs> well, then Michael texted me when he was listening to the episode that day, and he goes definitely not efficiently I know <laughs> I was like right I literally, literally just texted him back like all caps right like am I <laughs> and then I, I texted you just yeah. all caps sufficiently yeah and I was like what it was oh praise god it was she one knows. of those like driving in the car later I was like oh shoot and if you didn't listen to last week's episode hopefully this gives you motive to go back and I listen know. because worth it um 
well, you know, we make mistakes too, people. We do. We're just like you. Yes. It's early. I probably was only on my first cup of coffee. I was freaked out from the incident that I was talking about, yeah. quite frankly. And uh, it just threw off my day. So, Speaking of early and coffee, I um, was asking one of my friends if she possibly wanted to be a podcast guest yesterday for like the future. And she was like, yeah, but I can't record in the morning, but I'm down to do like a wine recording mm. and I was like brilliant kind of like Caitlin Bristow yeah like have a glass of wine if y'all don't listen to her it's like off the vine I like it and they have like a glass of wine loses them up a bit and then they like get real I teach on Wednesday nights but we could do it on Tuesday night yeah and then um, release on, on Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm down. so possibilities are endless for us y'all we, <laughs> we go in places I know <laughs> we do have a like maybe Jeez, that noise again. Every time she takes a sip. Um, we do have maybe like three or four really good guests. Yeah, coming up. Are coming up. It didn't work out for this week, so it's just us again. Sorry about it. Um, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but yeah, starting next week, we're going to have some really cool topics. Different things. Different, different things, too. Yeah. It's going to be dope. It's going to be fun. Um, little sneak peek into next week. It's going to have something to do with weddings. Ah! Yes. Um, okay, so this time before we forget to read the review, before we get into today's topic, let's go ahead and I'm going to have Catherine read this. Review of the review week. Review of the week. Here yes. you go. Drum roll. <laughs> that was just me hitting my hands on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, this review is from Tiff. Tiff Weave. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that's not your actual first name. I think it's abbreviated. Yeah, like. Tiffany Weaver, maybe? Probably. Okay. Her subject is highlight of my Wednesdays. Five stars. Thank you very much, Tiff Weave. She (laughs) said, I feel like lately I've struck podcast gold, and this one is at the top of the list. I love the whole concept of shameless living, and I love that this podcast is rooted in truth. Chelsea and Catherine both speak with such wisdom. (laughs) Lol. And insight about topics that so many of us relate to as women. And they truly embody what it means to be salt and light in a world that really needs more of it. All while making us laugh. If you're looking for a podcast that is real, relatable, and empowering, you've found it. Thanks, K and C, which is precious. I know. Thanks, K and C, for making my Wednesdays brighter. That was so sweet. I that one. I like that she used K and C because those are my old initials, KC. Yep. And we have a lot of really good new reviews on here. We're at 95. Yeah, and our goal was 100 by June, so I say we stretch it to 200 by June. Girl. I mean, Okay. I'm down. Let's I mean, do it. manifest it. Keep spreading the word. Yeah. We're, let's see how many. 100 by the end of today. That's two more months. And we, we can got do that. To 96 in two months. Know, two months. Yeah, that's true. True that. True that. Two, two right. and a half months. You know. But you know what? It's only going to get. We're just growing exponentially. We're just growing so. exponentially yeah. here. I mean, we've reached like certain pockets of Wilmington already. Yeah. It's pretty dope. <laughs> well, honestly, we have. Some listeners that tag us on Instagram or message us on Instagram that I don't really know where they live. Some of them are in random states, like across maybe West Coast, all over the yeah. place. We've gotten some emails from like Midwest people. We're national, going global um, soon. So, however the word has been spreading, we're thankful for it. Yeah, we're we're here for it. We don't really know how to get the word out any more than we already have in our little inner circle. Yeah. <laughs> like, tell your friends. I know. But, you Tweet know, it. those friends tell their friends, and then 
next thing you know, we're at this awesome, huge community that we've... Yeah, it's been so freaking cool. Somehow cultivated, so... <sighs> Won't he do it? Anyway, um, speaking of community, don't forget to join the podcast um, Insiders Facebook group. We've been... I've, I've been trying to be a little bit more like active on there with... You're so good at it. Asking I'm people some awful. questions and... It's okay. But I like everything you say. Yeah. You participate. I'm like, like <laughs> it, love it. So, for example, um, today I posted, finally posted that TED Talk that we were talking about in episode six, yeah. the relationships one. Yeah. I was like, oh, shoot, I realized we never went back and posted that because it's not really a way of posting links on Instagram unless you have a swipe up option. Yeah, which we're which not we don't. quite there yet. Uh, <laughs> Get us to 10,000 followers yeah, and we will. <laughs> I know. Um, but anyway, my dad had resent me that link and he was like, here it is, the one that you talked about oh, on the cool. podcast. And it's definitely worth a listen. It's on the podcast insiders Facebook group. And then, um, we also just, you know, open it up for questions about things that happened in the episodes or topics that you want to hear about in the future or whatever. Yeah. Last week I posted the picture of the VHS tape I was talking about from McDonald's. Y'all, it's real. It was a real thing. Pretty I didn't make that up. Pretty sure sync combo. Yes. Not just a McDonald's <laughs> cheeseburger french fry combo, but you also you get Britney. Brit and Justin. Yep. <laughs> Good stuff. Was that the era that they were, like, together, maybe? Yeah, that's when they were dating. Yeah. That's when it was, like, Britney and Justin Good forever. times, good times. Jean jackets and stuff. So, anyway, shall we move into... Um, Happies and crappies? Happies and crappies. We shall. Should we talk about... Should we say what this episode is going to be about? I okay. guess they'll we'll know from get the there. title. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, they'll know from the title. All right. Happies and crappies. Oh. Um, my happies are... Had, just had a really good weekend. We were in town. Um, we got to go to dinner with some friends on Friday. Wait, Saturday night. And on Friday night, we did nothing. And it was amazing. Um, and last night was also a happy at Seoul because we had six new girls come work out with us. Wow. Yeah, and they were so awesome. So um, that was definitely a happy just because I like when – new people come and like how figuring out how they hear about it is neat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was awesome. My crappy is I had my first like glimpse into parenthood this week because my precious puppy bear, um, got, he was sick all night throwing up in the middle of the night on Sunday night, throwing up and, um, diarrhea um, so both ends. It was just like a wreck. Ugh. And of course, he I'm not a, had it easy, this puppy. Yeah, he's, he's suffering. But I swear we take care of him. Um, but Michael, being that he is the better parent of the two of us, woke up and like did the dad thing and like took him outside. And I was like, just let me know how he is. And he like mm-hmm. came in. He was like, he's like actually like not okay. Aww. And so I walked out into the living room and he was like dry heaving. Like, couldn't throw up, but was trying. It was so sad. And we were like, what do we do? Because it was, like, middle of the night. Mm -hmm. So we ended up, he ended up, like, starting to act a little normal again. And so we were like, well, we'll just wait till like, the vet opens at 8. Mm -hmm. And we took him to the vet. And he has a parasite. Mm -hmm. That's um, super common. Which apparently is super common. Mm -hmm. So we feel, he's totally normal now. Like, he's fine. And, like, he hasn't thrown up since he came home. And we've been giving him antibiotics. But it was, like, a scary glimpse into, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is, and this is what parenthood is like every night. There was one time 
when we first got Wrigley, we got her when she was like 12 weeks old, so she was still really tiny. She we used to get really excited when she ate and drank. Mm-hmm. You know, she still drinks well, I, like a maniac. I but... get excited when I eat and drink. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she like she's like the loudest drinker in the world. And so when she was a puppy, there was one time all of a sudden she came in from playing outside and she like, I don't know, licked up a ton of water really fast. Yeah. Next thing I know, I look over at her and her little belly is like a big balloon. Like her whole barrel is just like blown up. And I, of course, Googled it. Yeah. And it was like, take them to the vet immediately because they could have like, their stomach could flip or whatever. And their puppies like that. And so I'm panicking. And Jordan and I were like, all right, let's, it was like midnight at this point. We had to take her to the emergency emergency vet. And, um... It turned out that she just got too excited and licked up too much water, so she got air in her Aww. like belly, and so she just like blew up like a little balloon. She was so tiny then. She like a gas and, bubble. Yeah, and so the vet was like, "Honestly, you did the right thing by taking her in because like that that is common, common and can happen." But she's fine. Like, just take her home and just you know, yeah, maybe give her like little bits of water at a time so that doesn't happen. But. I know that feeling where you're like, oh my gosh, like, what the heck do I do? And, um... It made me, like, really nervous. Like, props to all you parents out there. Yeah. Because I'm not one. But, like, making those those kind of decisions, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine. Especially about, like, a real human. Like, this is a dog. And I love dogs. But humans, I guess, are more important. (laughs) So... Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Anyways, that's my crappy. I'm still not ready. Me neither, Mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah. Anyway... What are your happies and crappies? Um, lots happened in the last week. You've had a week. <laughs> um, happy was my brother, sister-in-law, and my nephews came into town yes. this weekend, and we had so much fun. My nephews just make my heart so happy. They're so fun and so cute. They're three and seven, so they love coming to the beach. We took them to the aquarium. We went to breakfast. Um, it was just a really good weekend. Uh, I got the opportunity to teach a really cool yoga class. That looked awesome. Yeah, it was for a bachelorette party for Axis Yoga, and the view was ridiculous. Where was it? It was at Figure Eight. Um, (sighs) So their little studio was basically just the view of the marina, like the the water and like boats, and it was just so cool. Um, And then just a lot of really cool things coming up. Some of them I like can't, I don't really want to announce just yet. but I, I would say that my crappy was having to make the decision that I did with putting in my notice at one of my jobs. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was kind of a happy and a crappy because it's opening up opportunity and doors and I feel like lighter because I'm not spread so thin. But it definitely, I've been feeling this way for a few months now that um, just with all the things that I've been doing and the success that my business has had that eventually like I was going to have to let go of something and because you'd burn out yeah I was just exhausted and like if I'm going to commit to doing something I want to be able to give it my all and give it all my energy and do a really good job and still maintain you know my relationship and like sanity yeah my own self-care um and so within the last week all these other really cool opportunities came about for me to be able to really step into my photography business that essentially was like, okay, 
this is the time that you're going to have to just make this call yeah. and, and go ahead and do it. So um, for those of you listening that know me or take my classes, I will no longer be at Live Oak starting next week. Um, and it's been so awesome. Like it was really hard for me to actually go ahead and take that plunge because I loved the people I worked with. I loved the clients there and teaching yeah. classes. Um, and it was like such an awesome place to be. It was essentially what got me to confidently move to Wilmington. Right. Yeah. So I will never take that for granted, but it was definitely time to make a little bit more room on my plate to yeah. start stepping into these other really cool things that are happening that I can explain later, but, um, that yeah, kind so. of, that kind of addresses the, or what we're going to be talking about yeah, today, like the yeah, topic. For sure it does. Um, and just kind of figuring out, I feel like the last nine months or however long we've been in Wilmington, I've never felt more clear in like my purpose in life and what my vision for my future is. And that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and so I would say it was a, it was a crappy and having to do that, but also happy to see where the future takes us. Totally. So, yeah. Yay! Good stuff. Basically, what we're going to be talking about today is, and a, a listener sent this in. I don't remember who. Sorry, I just wrote them down. I didn't put the names. So thank you, whoever sent this in. Um, is feeling lost in life as a young adult. However, I really think this can apply to anybody, like whether you're feeling a young adult lost or not. Yeah, feeling lost in your life at one point or another. And it's, I was just telling Catherine before we started recording, <clears throat> it's interesting that someone sent this in because I feel like it's exact little like pieces of this have actually come up in a bunch of conversations I've had over the last week. And I feel like the two of us mm-hmm. kind of have been, yeah, for sure. Um, in an in a interesting spot the last year or so, um, mainly like one of the things that we talked about, or a friend and I were sitting down at dinner the other night talking about like the fact that when people say I inspire them because I like left a full-time job and I moved to Wilmington and I just wanted to pursue photography, so I did. I didn't get it. I was like, why? Why? Like, I'm just doing it. Like, mm-hmm. why is that so inspiring? Why is that so inspiring? Why? Um, what is stopping anyone else from doing the same thing? And she said, well, you know, most people don't. They live in this in this place of fear or just needing the approval of what the... <laughs> Sorry, I get these like <laughs> notifications on my computer, and one just came up that said, "Mom fights off cougar attacking her son." Wow, she so good. Good for you, mom. Full story. Anyway, um, yeah. So we just figured we would kind of dive into this whole topic today. Is that I feel like at one point or another, everyone is going to feel this way, whether they have in the past. Oh, or... there's like a probably 100 percent chance that you have already, yeah. and that you will again. Yeah. Like it's There's like seasons, a so. it's a seasonal vicious cycle, but so necessary for growth and mm-hmm. and like finding your purpose and passion and all the things. Yeah. So I think this is a really great topic to to cover, and will probably not be the last time we discuss it. No, for sure. Honestly, <laughs> I know. Um, so I figured just to kind of kick things off, we could talk about some of the reasons why people might be feeling lost in the first place. Right. 
Um, I know, well, we'll get into this later of when we felt the most lost in our life. Mm-hmm. But um, I was reading this blog called The Purpose Fairy. And it was like 10 reasons why people feel lost in their life. And so I'm going to I'm gonna listen, list some of those for you guys. Um, one, they live their lives based on what people believe to be, quote, right. Mm. Two, they have lost the connection with their own heart and soul, which I put in caps because, you know, the and heart and soul. And soul, shout out. And three, they value the opinions of others more than their own. Mm. That one's huge. That's a big one for me. Four, they have a distorted sense of self and or are ruled by fear. Yeah. Five, they surround themselves with people who bring them down. Six, they believe the toxic thoughts and the lies that run through their mind. I kind of made these, a few of these in my own words, by the yeah. way. Um, seven? I did not know Six? Six, seven? Six or seven. <laughs> they believe logic is more important than dreams. Mm. And I'll just say lastly, I don't remember what number I'm on. They are stuck in the past and or are trying to control everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big one. Which is huge. Control. Yeah. I've that's probably one of the things I struggle with the most is like I am super organized and like to have a plan and know that everything's gonna be okay. And mm-hmm. when I can't manipulate the situation on my own to fit like what I'm feeling, I get really anxious yeah for sure um but at the same time I feel like the last year has really shown me to just trust God's plan and that like you know keep doing what you're doing keep taking steps forward but you don't always have to know what's on the other side in order to be able to step into those things so I feel like anytime I've like made a quote-unquote plan or map for my life it's like never happened the way I imagined it would Mm -hmm. and so something I always think about is like God's plan is always either different, but all it's always going to be a little bit different than my plan, right? <laughs> but always um, better. Yeah. So yeah. it's I always say like I'm on the no plan plan sometimes mm-hmm. because <laughs> I always sometimes man I just use what's that called? Uh, shoot, double neg double negative? No. no, not double negative. It doesn't Ox- matter. Oxymoron? I don't know. <laughs> Oxymoron. Language. Anyways, English. I just say that like. I'm on the no plan plan because every plan I've tried to make has failed. (laughs) And I say failed because it failed according to what I thought it should be. But it succeeded in the fact that God knew what he was doing all along. Um, And far beyond what you could have ever planned on in the first place. Yeah, there's like this verse in Ephesians. I'm not really good at like memorizing the Bible. But it says something like God has bigger plans than you could ever imagine or dream. Mm -hmm. Um Far, far greater things. I don't know. Something like that. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Anyways, it was like our, it was our um, verse for my church in college. And I remember like hearing that in college and being like, what? Because in college you are so. Oh my gosh. uh, I guess focused, like uber focused on like, what am I going to do when I get done with school? A plan. A plan. Like having a plan, getting a career, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. um, like following through and getting, this is the best like the funniest misconception, unless you're like a doctor or something, but like yeah. getting a career in your major uh-huh. is huge and uh-huh. um, that rarely happens <laughs> unless yeah. you're like studying law or studying mm-hmm. to be a doctor a or a nurse or a teacher. Or, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, so maybe we start there. Like what we're did gonna you get it? We're going to get yeah. into that. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. You, you lead this. 
with when I felt the most lost. Because that's that's kind of what I thought we would kick things off. Like, yeah, what, kick what, it off. What point in your life did you feel the feel most really lost? lost? And um, honestly, I would have to say, and I feel like this is probably pretty standard for most young adults is the time right after graduating college mm-hmm. I was like beyond lost um I graduated from UNCW and I was getting a degree in exercise science but I didn't quite know what I wanted to do with that like I I explained this in a different episode I don't remember which one but basically the only reason I chose exercise science as a major was because I was a bio major and then I was a nursing major and it was the closest thing I could switch to without having to start over. Right. And so I was like, well, this looks good. Uh, This is science and I don't have to take... Check, check, check. I can make all the bios and chems worthwhile if I just do this. And I would always just think, okay, well, maybe I'll go to PT school or maybe I'll do this and that. And I never really like dug deeper into if that's actually what made me happy or like Mm -hmm. what I actually really wanted to do. And so... That was kind of around the time where I had achieved my own quote unquote weight loss journey, like just kind of turned my life around health wise and um, had some people coming to me about helping them. And so I was like, okay, maybe I'll be a personal trainer, even mm-hmm. though there's like a lot of long hours in that, not a ton of money, mm-hmm. but it's something. And so I kind of had that like in the back of my mind and was just like, you know what, I'm just going to move back to Raleigh. I would love to stay in Wilmington, but I can't because I don't have a job and I don't want to just stay here for the sake of staying here and taking any, any job. Yeah. Um, and it was obviously the right decision because I ended up moving back and having some really awesome opportunities. But I remember that those first few months, especially, it was definitely that first like year, but the first few months of graduating, coming to the realization that I'm done with school and you're not in your college town anymore. I was like back home living with my parents. Yeah. But an adult. Yep. Um, Which is like a thing and so weird. Yeah. It was really hard to like readjust to that. Um, not that living with my parents was hard. Like they're awesome. But it was just that like. Well, you kind of revert. I did the same thing. You kind of revert back to like your high school roles. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like... Like, you're not feeding yourself dinner anymore, like, you well, know... Also, like and, like, you're not an adult, but you're supposed to be an adult. Right. But you're not living like an adult. Exactly. You know, it's, like, this, like... Exactly, yeah. Weird... I loved, like, having my own apartment and stuff in college and, like, having yeah. my own independence and then having to get back into that more, like, vulnerable situation was really hard. And not only that, but you're away from all your friends who you were in college with. But now you're in a new town, and maybe the friends that you were with in high school are completely in a different place in their life. Like, you just... Everything's everything different. Everything's different, and you don't really feel like you're a part of something anymore, or you're feeling pressure to be something and be successful and make money. And I know that that whole year, all I was trying to do was hustle to get a full-time job so I can move out, get an apartment, and have a career. And I, and I ultimately did that, but I remember feeling so... Just, like, what am I doing and why? And mm-hmm. how am I going to get from point A to point B? And um, ultimately what got me there was my grit at the time. Like, just taking any opportunities that I could to learn and grow from being a trainer and an instructor. And I got my certification and worked crazy hours, drove all over the place to 
teach classes and train 30 to 40 clients a week and um, eventually landed my full-time job. But And then I met Jordan mm-hmm. and things just started to fall into place a little bit more. But I will never forget how lost I felt in that in that time of just feeling all, all sorts of pressure from I don't feel like any individual person was was putting that pressure on me. I was putting it on myself and like society puts it on us, I think, to fit a specific mold. Absolutely. Um and I don't really exactly remember when it all started to change. Probably right around when I started a full time job and got to step into like the real world and having a good relationship that was healthy and real and um yeah and I feel like it's it it was ever evolving until honestly this past year I didn't feel lost the last four or five years but I feel like finding my purpose has taken yeah has taken that time yeah that can take a lifetime for some people yeah yeah I think that like any season of transition quote-unquote is going to incorporate some insane feelings of feeling lost Mm -hmm. like absolutely when I graduated college I was like what the heck and Mm -hmm. it was interesting I feel like God was slowly like kind of breaking down some walls in my heart my senior year because I was such a nerd in school like in that I was like someone who would like miss a party or miss like a hangout with friends to like study all night because I like wanted to get the good grades and I was the opposite of that. So, yeah. See, I was like graduated top 10% of my, my college, my journalism school, like had to like have the grades and like for what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I like worked so hard in college to like have this quote unquote career, but then like something happened at the end of my senior year where I was like, I don't know what I want. Yeah, And I was like, I don't know if I've been working for nothing. And so I remember after I graduated college, I was like, I'm not going to apply for a job, which is dumb. Well, it worked out for me, but I mean, I didn't either. I went, so I went to, um, work at camp because I had worked at a summer camp all four years of college. And I was like, this is my last chance to be a camp counselor. And I used to always tell my mom and my friends, like, this is the job that was meant for me, but I can only do it till I'm like 22. Mm-hmm. So I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, I thrive as a camp counselor. Like so, at what age does it become creepy? That yeah. You're like, counselor? I'm like 33 <laughs> and I'm still like a camp counselor. It's, it's bad. Um, um, no, so I went back to camp and I lived in Colorado for that summer and I like graduated college and I was like, what am I going to do when I get back? I guess I'll just go move back home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like last week of camp, I get a call from the camp director. that's like, do you want to move to our campsite in, um, Texas and like do our, we're, we've never had this internship before, but do you want to start this internship program? And, and I was like, sure. Cause I didn't have a plan. I was like, absolutely. And yeah. I love camp. I can yeah. still do camp. And so I think that, like, season of life, getting, like, these opportunities that I didn't think existed was, like, the first um, time where God was, like, please just trust me. Yeah. Like, I can give you what you desire, and what you desire right now is to pour into this camp ministry, and you didn't think it was possible to do after you graduated, and look at you, I'm keeping you on for another six months. And then after that six months, I went to work full-time for them for two years. Like, Mm -hmm. I always tell people, like, he just, God can just do so much more for your quote unquote dreams Mm -hmm. than you even thought were possible. Like I just assumed it was over at a certain age. It's interesting you say that because 
I remember when, like, I think I like maybe at my graduation party, people were like, okay, so now what? Oh gosh, that question. And they're like, I don't know. And I don't know how to put this, but do you remember that feeling of when you're in college and you would just say things just to say them because you thought that was like what you're supposed to say, what you would maybe want or like, it it just seems so far out of reach. Like it would never happen, but you would say it anyway. Yeah. For example, I would be like, oh, well, I think I want to work in corporate fitness. Like, I think it'd be so cool to work at a company like SAS and and get to, you know, teach their employees fitness or fitness classes and train them. Flash forward. And I said that, like, to a few people. Like, yeah, that'd be so cool. I would love to do that. Fast forward to a year later, and my brother started dating his now wife, and her sister worked at SAS and put me in touch with like, whoever it was, and they happened to be hiring a full-time position within, like, two weeks of that, and I got the interview and got it, and, like, it was a hard, lengthy process, and then here I am, a year later, actually in my quote-unquote dream job, Mm -hmm. and it made me realize, dang, like, I I don't have to have it all figured out, like, I got this job on my own, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's the biggest life hack of all life hacks, is, like, you do not have to have it all figured out. Yeah. Just take one baby step at a time, uh-huh. trust God, and like things are going to work out the way that they're supposed to, and it won't always necessarily be smooth or pretty for you. No. So like like I was saying, like the lack of the seasons of transition are when you feel like least in control, which I think is what leads to that sense of feeling lost. Yep. So like between moving he- here... Before moving here, when I had my eating disorder, I was, like, so lost. I had no control. The only thing I could control was my food and my exercise. And um, I assumed, like, I was going to Wilmington to, like, heal, to, like, come back. Mm -hmm. Like, I really thought this was going to be a, quote-unquote, like, transition season. Like, I even said to my um, friends and family, like, I'm just going there for the summer. And you'd go back to Texas? And I'd go back to Texas and, like, have my... I'd gain the weight back and I'd have my life back together. And then, like, lo and behold, like, Mm -hmm. the season of transition leads to a season of... Prosperity. Yeah, that's a lie. (laughs) Prosperity in, like, the faith term. (laughs) Oh, I mean, you met Michael. Yeah, I met Michael, yeah, and all that stuff. But, like, he kept me here, and that's what I mean. Like, you can plan one thing... But it's not guaranteed to go according to your plan. Mm -hmm. And it just might be, and it most likely will be, so much better. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know where I was going with that. Like, feeling seasons of feeling lost, I feel like just, like, wait patiently because there's so much hope around the corner. Like, it's about to rock your freaking world. So another thing that just popped up in my head is I honestly almost forgot how lost I felt when we first got here. Yeah. Because I knew I was feeling for a while, actually for like a year, we knew we really wanted to move to Wilmington. And we didn't really know why because we were both great and like had awesome jobs in Raleigh. We didn't really have a reason to need to leave, but we were just, I felt like God like literally lassoed us and was like pulling yeah, us and here like, Come for on. whatever reason. Yeah. And so we gave it a year and um, when Jordan got the job and I left SAS, it was like, it was scary, but I was, like, not scared. I don't know if that makes sense. It was, like, whoa, holy crap, we're doing this. But when I did it, it felt it still felt right. Yeah. But getting here was, like, 
oh shoot now what like I have to prove myself to people again Mm -hmm. I have to find my tribe I have to figure out start over I am clean slate like and I had a part-time job but it wasn't anything close to what I was doing like I, I went from being this fitness and recreation program coordinator to like working part-time and teaching classes and like going to the beach a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah when we first got here and um I remember how I felt in that time just like okay I'm really really lost right now but I I also am very happy Mm -hmm. and I don't know why it's like a a feeling of contentment because you know you're where you're supposed to exactly and I was just kind of trusting like this is gonna this is gonna happen. Right. And for whatever reason, I've probably never made an IGTV video since this. But I remember sitting in the parking lot about to go teach some classes, and I decided for whatever reason to record this little like vlog style IGTV. I think did I tell you about this recently? Maybe. And in the video, I recently went back and watched this, like maybe a month or two ago, and I just got chills, like almost cried because in the video, I said, you know, I just wanted to come on here because now we've been in Wilmington for about a month. And when we first got here, I thought I had all these really awesome opportunities for, there was like three full-time job opportunities that I thought I was going to get. I remember that. And all of them fell through. And, um, I said, you know, and all these opportunities fell through, but I don't know why I can't explain it. I'm still so much happier. I'm like, I'm not living the status quo of having a full-time job. I'm not making as much money as I used to make. Um, I don't have a, I don't feel like I'm fitting any type of specific role, but I'm so happy. Mm. And I know, and I'm like, I don't know if things are going to work out later or, or what, but I just want to encourage you to, if you're feeling this way and it seems a little bit scary, like go for it because God's never going to steer you in the wrong direction. Yeah. And I went back and watched that video and I was like, whoa, because here we are, not even a year later, my business has taken off. I am not working full-time in fitness and I do not even want to. Yeah. Like that, even if the (coughs) opportunity came my way, I wouldn't take it because I know that's not my purpose anymore. Um, The people that I've met have just completely shaped our life here and our community and and the opportunities I've gotten. And it just blew me away to, to... so much more than you could ever imagine. So much more than I could ever imagine. Yeah. God was like, see, this was what I had in store for you. This is why you were meant to be here. You just had yeah. to trust that I was going to work it out for you. And like looking back on that, it's like, oh my gosh, just now in this conversation, I f- almost forgot how lost I felt nine months ago. Yeah. It, that makes me think of that like cheesy Christian saying that's like, let go and let God. Mm-hmm. Because like you just had to let go and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then God was like, okay, now I can work, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, Crazy, but so cool. And it, and it's still continuing to yeah. grow into all these other cool things that I could have never done. And not, at. like, easy. Like, that doesn't guarantee, like, just because Chelsea was like, I'm so happy. That doesn't mean that she didn't have, like, probably, oh, I'm speaking for you, like, nights yeah. where she was, like, crying. Or, like, what the heck am I doing? Or cussing. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. fighting with God. Or wrestling with Jordan. Like, what do we do with our lives? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, just because you're quote unquote trusting God's plan doesn't mean actually he guarantees it's going to be uncomfortable. Right. But it's going to be worth it. Right. Yeah. It was never like, it wasn't just rainbows and butterflies constantly. Ah, <laughs> you only a Coke. Yeah. Which I think some people thought maybe from, 
from my Instagrams and things like that that I was being like fake, but I was just being transparent that I was genuinely happy to be here and yeah, sure, there was days I felt like, what is happening? Yeah. But um, yeah, for the most part, I am blown away and continuing to be blown away. Yeah. So, Won't he do it? Um, Moving on a little bit. So another thing that we were talking about recently, and Emily, who was on our podcast two episodes ago, had posted a Instagram, I think, story about this. Was it when she was in Vegas? Yeah. Okay. I do remember this. Um. And we chatted a little bit about it because I totally agreed with her. She had made a note basically saying how right now in this season of her life, she feels really content and like just happy with being home and having a routine and like being with her dogs, being with her husband, being in her own home and society and Instagram and social media these days puts all this pressure on people to have adventures and travel all the time and like have really epic photos to post and it made me think oh my gosh I'm so glad she thinks that way too because I always felt weird for not having that desire to travel I'm such a like I like being adventurous and exploring new places but I don't I don't feel this like constant need to be somewhere else other than right where I am right here right now like I love just a weekend at home with Jordan and my dog and being in a routine, you know? Yeah. And I don't think that there should be this pressure to not, I don't know. I feel like so many people are age too. I'm like, how, how the heck do you pay to just travel all the time? Yeah. Like who's paying for all, right. <laughs> all of these travels and, and like there might be seasons you where you're like, like I used to travel a whole lot. I, I still do like, I guess in comparison to like some people, but I, used to travel all the time, like, to other countries and do big extravagant trips. And, like, I didn't really have a ton of money, but any money that I did make I would spend on experiences. And that's just, like, the season of life I was in. Yeah. And it was awesome. And I don't think I was doing it to um, post epic Instagrams, although my Instagrams did look pretty cool. (laughs) If I do say so myself. Um, But now I agree with Emily. Like, I'm also in a season of, like, I really just want to, like, focus on – um, building a life here in Wilmington and like cultivating that community mm-hmm. and like um like this sounds like lame but but I'm so okay with it is like I love going to bed I joke about this all the time on Instagram but it's not a joke it's so real <laughs> I love going to bed early love yeah. it I love leaving on the weekends by nine leaving mm-hmm. anywhere mm-hmm. and being in my bed that's yeah. like that brings me joy right now and I'm sure there will be seasons, and there have been seasons, where I was like, let's go out and stay out late and, like, yeah. enjoy the moment. Like, I'll still make fun of you for it. Oh, so. yeah. I can make fun of all the time. But I, like, looked at Michael this week, and I was like, there is no other life I want to live right now. Aww. Because because we were in bed on a Friday night at, like, 830. Jeez. And anyways, I say all that to say, like, if, you, if, it, if it brings you joy... It doesn't have to meet the status quo. If it right. brings you joy, then that's what you're supposed to be doing. And on, like on the contrary, if if traveling and exploring is that is where you are right now in your life, then that's, buy a plane ticket. That's great, especially if you know you're not in a relationship or you're not tied down by your job and you have opportunities to to take those trips and things. Take it for sure. I'm not saying that that's like wrong. I just think. 
there's also the other side of things where you might feel that pressure like oh well I'm just living this boring life you know at home not going anywhere what was me what was me but I'm like wait I love it but actually I'm so content with that yeah. this, this brings me to a random story which is probably gonna make our podcast go over but um no when I was single <laughs> um which I was for a very long time <laughs> just say that I was traveling like a whole lot more and I remember my one of my friends had just gotten engaged this was like years ago, but she had mm-hmm. just gotten, in, or she had just gotten into a relationship where they're like talking about engagement. I was like, oh, another one bites the dust. Um, <laughs> because like, here I am, still single. And I like came home to visit Dallas for a sec. And she was, she was like talking to me like I was some like victim. Like, mm. it's okay. And maybe I was just super bitter because that's how I took, received it. And maybe that's not what she meant. But she was like, yeah. it's okay that you're still, I didn't even say anything about being single. So, okay, let's just start there. Yeah. But she was like, it's okay that you're, like, still single. Because, like, you get to travel. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and I, because I just gotten back from Europe. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know. That's why I went to Europe. And, like, like blank face was, like, such a butthole. And yeah. then I was like, don't be a butthole because we're in different seasons of life. And I yeah. need to, like, embrace this. And yeah. she means well. But, obviously, six years later, I'm so old and not do it. <laughs> Like better, well, yeah. But I, I hate that, like, um, I guess res- response or yeah, like the sympathy thing. Yeah, I'm like, when just it's do actually, what you want to do. If you're married, want to travel, freaking travel. If you're yeah. have a baby and you want to travel, go to Disney World. <laughs> well, actually, I'm glad you brought brought that story up because that's that was another thing that I feel like goes along with this like feeling lost thing is letting a rela- like your relationship status. Oh yeah, you, for which, sure episode six go back and listen to that if you haven't i think that was our best episode like the most listens we've ever had yeah i think it was too um but anyway we talk about that on this but or on that episode but i think that can also go hand in hand with that you know the feeling lost and feeling pressured to at a specific point in your life be married or start having kids or you'd be engaged by now or you'd be in a relationship by now and while you should not let that define you it's also okay to admit that that's what you want in yeah life oh too. yeah if you want to go um i was actually listening to do you ever listen to the ducks shepherd oh yeah armchair, armchair expert. expert well chelsea handler was on recently and i was listening to that one yesterday in the car and i actually like gained a lot of respect for her in this she's, episode she's, she's cool she's been through a lot mm-hmm. um and anyway, she said something about how she always used to feel shame and, like, looked down on for – or feeling, like, needy for, oh, I want a boyfriend. Like, people kind of look down on you for that. You know, oh, just live your life. It's fine. You don't you don't need a guy. And she was like, but I've actually reached a point where I'm, I'm okay with admitting, like, yeah, I want to be in a relationship. Yeah, I don't need and anyone, that's, but I want one. That's totally fine. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so true where people – I felt like that, too before I was in a relationship of being afraid to admit that that's what I wanted. But if you put things into perspective, like God created us to have companionship and there's nothing wrong with admitting that you want that and seeking that and striving for it. But at the same time, if you're feeling lost in your life, like that doesn't need to be why. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So there's just just like so much pressure and like, 
it's always you want what you can't have in everything in life. Like, you have straight hair, you you want curly hair. You have yeah. pale skin, you want tan skin. You're single, you want to be married. You're married, you kind of want to be single. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. like, always you want what you can't have. But I feel like if you just, like, take a step back and pause and be like, what does God have for me in this moment, in mm-hmm. this season? Why am I single right now? How can I embrace that? Why yeah. do I want to stay at home right now? How can I embrace that? Yeah. Why do I want to travel right now? How can I embrace that? Why am I in a corporate job? How can mm-hmm. I embrace that? I could go on and on. Yeah. Why am I an entrepreneur? How can I embrace that? You know, yeah. like, if you just pause, be still, and be like, what is my purpose right now? And am I following that? Yeah. I And I I think we should kind of wrap this up by listing out some of, some of those questions like that. Yeah. That people can ask themselves if they are in fact, feeling this way right now. Um, and some of these I got from Lifehack. Some of them I just wrote myself, but just wanted to put that source in there. Um, so one of the things that you can ask yourself is, am I proud of what I'm doing or mm. what I've done? Mm. Good. Okay, um, good. Two, how many promises have you made yourself and how many of them have you actually fulfilled? Especially when it comes to you know, holding back from stepping into something that you're feeling called to do or yeah, if you're not happy in the place that you're in, you know, you can move. Yeah. <laughs> you can step out of a job. You can move to a different city. You can get out of a toxic relationship or friendship. Like, listen to those. Yeah. Those, those that's things. That's good. Um, is what's holding you back actually fear of failure or fear of what others will think of you? Fear is huge you know, your parents or your peers or your current coworkers, your coworkers or whatever. I remember thinking that when I was leaving my job at SAS, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, what is everyone going to think about me leaving a job to go move to the beach with my fiance and I don't have a job lined up. Mm-hmm. Like, and when I let go of that, everyone was so supportive. They yeah. were like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you. So totally feel that and have been there and I still fear that yeah I think like a cool um I guess homework assignment would be to like almost create a list of like of one side being your fears Mm. for why you're not stepping into whatever you feel like you're supposed to step into and then the other side be like um maybe list like how to conquer that fear or or maybe why that's a fear in your life so that you can work on the root of it. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. get through the you know the limiting beliefs that you're putting on yourself. I love that. And then lastly, I think this is the most impactful is really dig deep into what is the influence that you want to leave on the world and the purpose that you want to fulfill in your life mm. um, and then, and is what you're currently doing or where you're currently at or the relationship you're currently in, is it contributing to that? And if it's not, it's okay to leave what isn't serving that purpose. Yeah. So right now, what do you, what do you think that your current purpose is? Um, I, th- I just think that my purpose and I've just been really receiving a lot of like peace and clarity on this lately is I think I just know I am called to encourage women. Mm -hmm. And so I honestly, I just had this like come to Jesus moment with God where I was like, I don't really care how you do that at this point. 
because I come alive in in whatever like outlet you allow me to do it in, whether it's like personal training or podcast or uh, um, soul or or whatever. Like that yeah. just brings me life, and so even if it's like at a coffee shop and I'm sitting there working on social media stuff and all of a sudden this like girl comes in, like how can I be like, Hey, hope you have a great day. You know, like how can I live out my quote unquote calling of encouraging women Mm -hmm. in the little things? Um, so I think that's like my passion or my calling. I don't know exactly what that look is going to look like. And I think I'm finally okay with that. Yeah. Um, And it might, be changing and evolving and but the the cool thing about that is that that's a very awesome but a, a broad purpose yeah, I can so do like it there's so anywhere. many ways you can tap into that yeah so, I love that and I think that um here I am going on another rabbit trail rabbit hole rabbit hole rabbit down a rabbit hole I'm going down a rabbit something <laughs> I'm doing something with rabbits um is a lot of people are like like, I just remember growing up, especially in, like, Christian culture, uh, or not growing up in it, but, like, being in college and, like, being, like, this, like, quote-unquote, like, good Christian. Like, the status quo was, like, you need to, like, drop everything and be a missionary or, like, mm. go be a pastor. Or, like, do something that is, like, a quote-unquote, like, um, extravagant, yes, quote, like, position. Yep. Or quota or like move to Africa. Move to Africa, do this. Or yeah. Like it doesn't have to be something extreme, y'all. You can make a baby decision in your life right now. So maybe yeah. in your office, if you're like, hmm, I really um enjoy fitness, but I don't work in a fitness industry. Maybe I'll start a workout group on Wednesdays after work at five PM where we go run around the around mm-hmm. the neighborhood Mm -hmm. that's like one thing you can do right now to step into your purpose or your passion Mm -hmm. that is so simple yep and you can do it where you're at already I love that so it doesn't have to be extreme like you don't like quit everything and like move or it it, it just do what you can right now with what you have yep that's such a um recurring topic I feel like all throughout our episodes is do what you can with what you have yeah and you're only given this moment. You're only promised this moment. So what can you do at this moment? That's so true, though, that it doesn't It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be a dropping everything and moving across the country. It can be serving one person next to you today. Yeah. Um, if that's what you feel like you're being called to do. I feel like my purpose is similar to yours, and I think that's why we've been brought together and, mm-hmm. like, work so well together on things that I do want to encourage women hundred percent and just encourage everyone that I come in contact with generally, um, like through fitness, I've been able to encourage people to embrace the bodies that they have and to embrace where they are in their journey right now and, and take care of themselves. And then through my photography, just to be able to, live in in the moment to get lost in each other like I love just when I can work with a couple and sit back and watch them just appreciate each Mm. other and love each other Mm. um and then in that also encourage them to love themselves because if I'm making their experience good and um, making it memorable and comfortable then they're gonna love the skin that they're in so much more too so I Mm -hmm. think like all of that I know it kind of sounds like 
all over the place, but they're all, that's how God has shown me that my purpose can, can be lived out in so many different ways too. Mm -hmm. And so how can like, and you're using, you're following through with that purpose by using your talents and your Mm -hmm. gifts, Mm -hmm. which is so cool. Um, I love that. And you really do a good job of making people feel comfortable in their skin and also making like a simple moment feel so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, like when you took photos of me and Michael and Bear on the beach, like it was literally just us hanging out, but like you made this like little moment so memorable. Like it's on our mantle now. You know what I mean? Like that's so cool that you can bring those moments to reality. Thank you. Um, I'm going to cry. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So we're just going to close out um, with a, a few verses that we feel like can be some encouragement to you guys. If you're, Feeling this way or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one is actually what we named Prosper After, and that's Jeremiah 29, 11. Um, that says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Mm-hmm. I mean, preach. So good. And prosper doesn't necessarily mean money, so don't go thinking, right. like, you follow God, you make money, okay? <laughs> not necessarily. Disclaimer, you might be poor. Um, but rich in spirit. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Love that verse. That's such a... That's a life verse right there. That's all right on your mirror. And then 2 Corinthians 12, 10. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, I am strong. Yes. That one just got me so good when I read that earlier. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, think about all the things that God uses for his glory or just like for your purpose. Like he used my years of being like sick and weak and in an eating disorder and like feeling like I'm in the pit of all pits Mm -hmm. to eventually be something that is my calling. Yeah. To encourage women who hate their bodies or... Mm -hmm just encourage people. So I just feel like those seasons of quote unquote weakness, I've been saying quote unquote a lot and also stuttering every time I say it. (laughs) Those seasons of weakness have so much more purpose than we give them credit for. And if we just like sit back and let God do his thing, like he's going to use it for something. He's going to make it so he's going to be strong while we are weak and it's going to like be magnified into like really cool areas of life, especially your future. Agree. And that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope this was encouragement to you in any or whatever season of life you're in right now. Um, we are here walking that with you, and we appreciate you tuning in today. We hope this helps. Yeah, we love you. Rate and review us if you um, can. Yeah, after help this us episode. get to that 100. We got a honey goal. We got a two honey goal now. <laughs> Um, true, true. And follow us at Heart and Soul S O L E podcast on Instagram and Soul Fitness and Chelsea Allegra and Kate Call. Okay. Yeah. Um, we love you so much. Tune in next week for episode fourteen. Have a great week. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.